Good day, greetings, and welcome to another edition of the Apex Life. I am your host, Troy Brown and Jasmine Perks. Today is episode number three, and we have a phenomenal guest. We randomly pick people from the group, from our team, and we just basically like to ask and give them questions based on health and fitness, and more importantly, how it can inspire and help you to succeed in your goals. Today, we have a wonderful lady. Her name is Erin Elder. She is a mom of an 18-year-old and a 17-year-old. She is a wife. She also is a, uh, she works full time as a foreman and also she lives in, I believe, Basha, Alberta. Her hobbies include golf. She also loves to uh, do boot camps. She's also qualified actually as a fitness instructor as well. And uh, she teaches boot camp twice a week. And I know my goal and Jasmine's goal is for this story to absolutely inspire you to take massive, massive action in your health goals. So sit back, relax, grab a cup of tea and enjoy episode number three. Take care. Hello. Hello, hello. How are you? I am well. How are you today? I am great. Are you having a good morning? Good morning. Yes. Excellent morning. Wonderful. We are live right now. So let's get right to it. I'm so excited to do this episode because, Erin, uh, you've been getting a lot of success. And when the Jasmine and I were talking recently, we were like, you know what? Let's get Erin on the, on the podcast because we personally feel that your story, number one, can impact the rest of the apex ladies that are in the group, but more importantly, everyone else and other women that are out there that maybe share a similar lifestyle to you. I've already done an intro for you. And I described in the intro that you're a mother of two and you have a full-time job and you work out consistently and you stay on your nutrition protocol and you're, you're, you're married as well. And uh, so you are like super, super busy, right? You're a busy mom. I am a busy mom. Um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> most moms are busy. That's, I think, the just part of being a mom. We we are busy whether it's um, are are working away from home or in the home, and um, running with the kids here and there for school sports and and everything else and and the volunteer work that that I do keeps me busy. And yeah, it's always go go go. So, so how do you juggle it all? I mean, there's going to be a lot of women that are out there that are, are sort of have the same, um, you know, credentials as you. So, so how, how do you maybe speak to everyone? How do you juggle all of it? Like, how do you, number one, you, you're able to, you know, keep a family life and, and you are working out consistently. Uh, you, you're able to prep all your meals and, and, and have all your meals on hand consistently. And you're obviously a mother as well. Like, how do you juggle it all together? Well, I think for me, the the biggest reason that I have been successful is that I schedule my workout time and right. for early morning. And I right. I've, I've tried playing with mornings after work on my way home from work. Um, and I really find the best results, the most consistency when I schedule it for the morning. And um, the reason is... Nothing is getting in my way. And I don't feel guilty about that me time in the morning because everybody else is sleeping. Uh, right. 
you get home from work and the kids need you for this, or you've got commitments that you're just going to cut your workout short because you got to run to that. And when you've got that block in the morning set aside for you, uh, there's really no interruptions. There's no excuses. The only thing is that you got to get your butt out of bed and, and make it happen. But I guess, you know, it, for me, it's just, um, I've made up my mind that that's what I want to do. And, and I'm not really willing to sacrifice um, by, you know, deciding that, oh, I don't really feel like it today. So, so, so that's basically something that you would recommend that women that are listening to this right now um, is to get their workout done in, in the morning before everyone's up. So that way, more importantly, um, is that you can have, you know, an abundance of energy that's going to sustain you throughout the day. Is, is that what you find when you work out in the morning, that you get a lot of energy from that? I do get a lot of energy from that. I also, you know, I get that sense of satisfaction and I get that feeling of pride that I, I did it. I got one more workout in, I got up and I, I met my goal for the day as far as workout goes. And yeah, that energy through the day, um, it does get me through the day. And, you know, I do have to go to bed a bit earlier. I'm not staying up late. Um, you know, I have to have everything ready to go the next, like the night before. So it's just a matter of routine for me and being super organized so you know making sure that my gym bag is packed if I happen to be going out of the house which I have switched that up recently and I'm working out in the home now Um, but making sure that my workout clothes are laid out making sure that my earbuds are charged making sure that my my cooler bag for the day to go to work is packed and all I have to do is grab it out of the fridge so you know just having that routine and being ready so that nothing can get in my way that is absolutely phenomenal, Erin. I think one one of the reasons why, another reason why we wanted to get you on, on this episode is because, like you're already mentioning, that you're super organized and efficient. Is this something that you've always been, or is this something that's had to be developed for in order for you to be able to, number one, stick to the training program and the nutrition protocol? Well, I'm, I've always been a bit of an organizer. Uh, I love to plan things. I like to be organized. Uh, I just work better. I'm much calmer if I know what the plan is and that I've got everything laid out. Um, But I'm always looking for ways to be better at it. Um, So I developed, I mean, I I worked on, I built on your guys' nutrition and um, your your tracker. And all in one place now. I've got my nutrition, I've got my workout, I've got my... um, my goals for the day, like my meditation, I want I check that off to know that I got that done. I took the time to get that done. You know, how much water I drank. I have that all right in front of me on one piece of paper for the day. So it's super organized. It's right in front of me every day. Um, I also included in that my, my vision board. I used to have it on, on the inside of my closet so that I would see that every day when I, and I still do, it's in my closet. But I also wanted it to be wherever I went and I want it to be on my counter when I'm preparing food or, you know, making a meal or in the evening thinking about grabbing a snack that I don't need. Um, So, yeah, I just have this little um, kind of booklet that uh, I write in, I add to um, and it works really well for me. It helps keep order in my mind and in my life on what's going on today. Right. So, so basically that book that you have is kind of like your journal, if you will, right? That's, that's your, um, your secret source, so to speak. It allows you to, you know, stay focused, stay present. And uh, you're writing down, are you writing down your day-to-day thoughts in, in this book? Is that what it is? Yeah, I have space in there for my 
you know, my day-to-day thoughts, you know, how I feel about my workout or, you know, anything that I want to add to it, positive things that happened that day. I just jot them down and, and it's right there at my fingertips. I was trying to do some journaling in the evening before bed, but, you know, being busy and having a very full day already, I found that difficult. So just having it at my fingertips, I can jot something down through the day when it, you know, when it happens or I experience it or I think of it, just it, mm. so good. This is so good. I'm I'm really glad that you brought this up because I actually wasn't going to talk about this today, but um, the, the, having the vision board and, and doing the journaling and, and doing the meditation, I mean, h- how are all these things, how have they helped you um, in order to get to where you were, to where you are now? Um, ha- has this been a huge um, thing for you in order for you to get the results that you have right now, doing all that inner work, like the meditation, the gratitude doing the, the, the journaling, would you say that's been a huge, um, what's the word I'm looking for here? Is, has that been a huge thing for you in order for you to, to see the results that you've gotten today? I really think it has. Um, a healthy lifestyle has always been the way I've rolled. Um, but it doesn't, hasn't always been consistent. Um, you know, probably if you ask my kids when they were little, what, what does mommy do? They wouldn't say that she goes to work. They would say, and actually I do, I think I have video of Tyler saying my mom exercises. (laughs) So, but it hasn't always been consistent. Um, you know, I'd be on and then I'd be off. And then that was one of the things that I really struggled with and trying to understand why, why do I go off? Why, what's going on that, you know? And so just the meditation was something that I am very new to since I started working with you guys. Meditation and, and focusing on my goals and giving time every day to, um, to meditate and, and look at my vision board. It really has helped me focus on what I want and where I'm going. And just a reminder more than anything that, for me, it's not necessarily, and this is something that you guys say, it's not, it doesn't have an expiry date. There isn't an end date, even though, yeah, I want to look amazing in my bikini at the end of air in the summer in a few months. It's not just about that. It's about that lifestyle, living that every single day and being on track every day. Yeah. And meditation really helps with that. So you would say that that's been the main culprit for you in order for you to see where the, these results that you've been getting um the, the difference is before that you met us you weren't doing the journaling you weren't doing the meditation and the vision board stuff um so right now this is what you're doing so you would probably say that's been probably the reason why you've been so consistent because of doing these extra bit of, of mind techniques if you will um has been able you to stay more consistent on the program is that what it is yep absolutely that would be the number one thing And then the second thing to that would be that, you know, just being organized with my food, having those meals planned out, because that is such a tricky thing. If you aren't planned, if you're not prepared, uh, things go sideways. Yeah. I'm not sure if you can hear that in the background. My phone is, um, someone's calling me right now. Can you hear that? I can't. Nope. Okay. That's good then. All right. Because my phone's ringing. But anyway, it's going to go off again. So I'm not sure if the listeners can hear it. All right. So. One of the things I wanted to talk to you about, I think is really cool. A lot of people, are you still there, Erin? I'm here. Yep. Yeah. Perfect. Um, one of the things I wanted to talk to you about, and I think the listeners um, are really going to be excited about this is because you are um, training at a gym, but now you transitioned and you train at home. 
Um, how effective has that been for you? Because I, I, we work with a lot of people and they find sometimes that, that training at home, they, they don't really generate that intensity. But at the same time, they, um, they, they kind of get comfortable being in their own environment. And I know for you, you've been sending us a lot of your training videos working out at home. And we can clearly see that you've been still training as hard as you would do um, you know, in the gym. You're training just as hard as you are you know, being at home. So, you know, how, how, how hard was that transition for you? Was it an easy transition for you to go from the gym to home? Yeah, it, it was an easy transition for me, you know, and I didn't make the decision to move from the gym to the home to make my workouts easier. I made that transition to make my life easier. Um, right. for, go to the gym in the morning. It means I have to go from work to, from the gym to work in the morning. So, uh, that means packing basically an overnight bag. I got to have all my hair, makeup, everything. Right. Um, mm. and so it just added more to my evening routine to get that stuff all packed up. And, and, um, you know, I've, I'm really happy with my decision. I still go into every workout, um, thinking that I'm going to work my hardest and, you know, I'm not doing, I'm, I'm not going to go easy on myself, take the easy way just because I happen to be in my home environment as opposed to the gym. Right. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, another thing I wanted to talk to you about is you, you had a little bit of a setback recently. And I often talk about having hurdles and challenges and adversities on your way to embarking on the physique transformation, which is what you're doing. And a little hiccup that you had, you, you hurt your back. Um, but one of the things that Jasmine and I were so impressed about you is that you were able to still follow the program, but more importantly, work around that injury. And I think the reason why I bring this up is there's a lot of people that are out there right now that might have a little challenge or a little injury that's a setback, but they'll completely stop working out altogether. And, and one thing that you did is obviously you went to a, a specialist, but you kept training and you worked around the injury. And more importantly, you stayed on plan with your nutrition. Maybe talk to, talk to the listeners about you know, what happened in that moment and how you've been able to stay on plan regardless of, of the little uh, setback that you had with the, the injury with your back? Well, I think one of the things that I was feeling mostly when I, you know, when I did have that injury was frustration. You know, you get going on your, your nutrition and your fitness program and living the life the way that you want to, and then bam, something happens. And that is so frustrating. And to have a setback, um, yeah, I, I, the only word I can think of is frustrating because mm. forward, right? Uh, and I, I know that there's been times in the past where I've tweaked my back before and I did stop. And that feeling, for me, it's all about that feeling, that sense of accomplishment and, and knowing that I did everything I could Um to stay on track. And when you fall off track or you just make the decision to quit because you're, you know, ah, oh, my knee's bugging me or my back's bugging me. And I think I better just take it easy. Well, that's not a very good feeling. Um, so this time I just really pushed through and um, I just decided that I, I wasn't going to, I didn't want to feel that way again. Uh, I didn't want to feel disappointed in myself for stopping. So, you know, I, we worked around it. We figured out uh, with, with you and Jasmine, we figured out what I needed to do and with my specialist and I just kept going and man feels so good about that decision now. Absolutely. Yeah. 
Yeah, and and that's what we got too. I f- I feel that like we we've been in many positions where we would work with someone and maybe something happens, maybe not an injury, but something outside of themselves that they can't control. Maybe they have to stay stay at work later because they got deadlines, or you know something happened. Um, maybe um, the kids have got sick, and then what happens is they're literally their their fitness and health lifestyle you know comes to a halt, and they've lo- kind of lost all that momentum, but. I think what you did was that you were able to say, okay, this is the problem. What's the solution? So you went to see a specialist and then more importantly, you, you liaised with Jasmine and I, and we kind of worked around that issue and you were able to stay on track and you didn't lose your momentum. So that's what I wanted to get out to the people that are listening to this right now is that there's challenges and hurdles and setbacks, which are going to come. That's just the universal law. That's just, that's just the way it is. If you're going trying to lose weight or you're trying to burn body fat and you're trying to get into, you know, the best shape of your life, there's going to be hurdles and there's going to be challenges. It's basically how do you react to those challenges and circumstances and are you able to keep going regardless of the adversities that that you're going through? So I'm just so uh, grateful that you're able to, you know, keep going and stay on the plan because we know that a lot of people that we've worked with in the past, as soon as something happens that they can't control, that immediately their, their training will stop and then and then they basically will come off their nutrition protocol and and that for us is is it, it really it, we feel so um i think we, we we get so upset because as coaches we know that if they would just figured out a way or liaise with us as coaches we could have figured out a, a solution for them to keep on going on the program so i'm just so glad that you're able to stay on point uh with everything that's amazing Aaron, another thing i wanted to ask you is that there's going to be a lot of women that are out there and um, you know, they're, they're, they're thinking, you know, I don't know where to start. You know, I, I want to, the summer's coming. I want to get in shape, but I don't really know what to do and, and where to start. You know, what would you say to them if you had, you know, a, a five, 10 minute conversation with them? Well, I would, I would definitely tell them to reach out for help. And that's one of the right. things, you know, I've, I, like I said before, I've always had that, um, fitness lifestyle. I've always been active, but I got to this point now in my life where I thought I'm, it's not quite clicking. Something's not, I'm not quite getting to where I want to be. I need some help. And that's when I reached out to you and you and Jasmine, um, you know, just to, to, to help get me going in the right track, try to fill in some gaps. And I think the, the, the biggest thing is, is get on a plan, get on a program and, and make it, make it fit for your life and what kind of time you have and, and stick to it, make a decision and stick to it. I would, I would of course recommend you guys, you guys have been fantastic for helping me move forward. Oh, we appreciate that, Aaron. And, and you're, you're putting in the world. I mean, here's the thing. The reality is we can give somebody the best programs, the, the best nutrition programs, the best training programs uh, and the best lifestyle tools in order for them to sort of use those tools and implement it into their life. But at the, bo- the bottom line is that if the client isn't willing to follow those those um, programs or be compliant to the program, then it, then it really is a, a waste of time. So, um, you know, we're, we're, we're just, you know, we're so appreciative that that you were able to, you know, number one, stick to the plans, but also figure out, you know, how to put everything and have balance in your life. So that way you can do everything together. And I think that's the key here to this episode. Number three is you, what you do day in, day out is you're organized and structured. And I think that's how people need to be, um, especially the gen population. That's the people that we work with. They just have to be more 
uh, have more order in their life, be more organized. And uh, like you are, you know, doing your workouts in the morning, um, structuring your day. And another thing that you mentioned earlier is that you will put your workouts in first in your calendar and then put everything else around your workouts because you understand that that workout is sort of your way of relieving stress uh, and more importantly, giving you the energy and vitality to get you through the day, uh, especially because you have to go to work and there could be stress involved and all that kind of stuff. So working out in the morning, it's enabling you to lower your stress levels, but, but at the same time, give you some, uh, some direction and give you some purpose. So that way you feel better, you know, day in, day out. So, so that's really good as well that, that uh, your organizer structure. And I think that's what a lot of women and men need to do is have more structure and have more order in their life. And I, you'll probably get a few people messaging you and say to you, Aaron, what's that sheet that you use to be organized and structured? <laughs> right. Absolutely. And I'm happy to share with anybody that's interested it's just something that i've built on in excel it's it's not proprietary or anything like that i'm happy to share it yeah i've, I've seen it and uh, it's uh, it's very very clear it's clearly concise as well so um you may get a few people messaging you on uh, on social media asking for that document so a um, couple of more couple of more questions i wanted i wanted to ask you is that um do you find that um, having support from your significant other and, and your children, do you feel that's an important uh, thing to have when you're embarking on a, on a health goal or, or a physique transformation? Because I know that you get a lot of support from your, from your husband and your kids. How, how important is that for, for someone listening to have that support and that guidance from their family? Well, for me, it's critical. Uh, and I think probably for most people, it's critical. Um, Keith and the kids have always been supportive of my time, even if, you know, if I am working out after work or, you know, we've got a, a, a big yellow lab that needs to be walked and I often will take him out for a half hour, hour walk. And I get nothing but support from them um, for the time that I need and to, for, to do my workouts and also the time that I need to prep food and they will get involved in that and help me with that too, if I need help. Um, and I, I think it's pretty cool because my husband or my son, who's 17, he's at the gym every day now, too. Um, and he fitness is a big part of his life. So, you know, if nothing else, I've inspired him to live a healthy lifestyle and um, be healthy and fit. And, you know, I, I think that anybody that doesn't have the support from their significant other, it's going to be a battle for sure. Uh, if mm. they're not and they they don't get it yeah they will you know if they don't have that encouragement if, if they're not encouraging you to yes go do what you need to do I'll be here when you get back if they're instead saying you know what why don't you skip that let's go do something else instead let's go to the movies whatever right um, yeah. I don't know how I, I don't think I could stay on track if I didn't have that support Right. And, and another thing as well, I, I, have you found that your whole family's eating better because you're eating better? You're, you're more health conscious. Have you found that the, your husband and your kids are eating better too? Well, I would say I can't tell a lie. Keith eats what he wants to eat. <laughs> 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 but Tyler, definitely. And Riley's moved out of the house now. So, uh, but yeah, she definitely, she's picked up on a lot of the behaviors for eating that I have, um, 
that, that I've adopted. And yeah, I would say the kids have for sure. And another cool thing is with Riley moving, being out of the house now, every once in a while, she'll shoot me a text and say, Hey mom, I need a workout. Send me a workout and I'll just throw together a half an hour or something. That is so cool. Love to hear that, that that now the whole family's involved. I mean, that's, that's what it's all about for, for Jasmine and I is uh, when we see our clients, you know, showing, pictures on Instagram of their family joining in and sending us videos of, of them working out and also their family working out. It really uh, is, is a huge blessing for us to see that. So um, another question is, Aaron, what, what's next for you now? Cause I know you have, you know, big goals and I know that summer's coming up and you you're really pushing hard for, you know, this awesome transformation, which I know you're going to get by the summer. Um, what, what, what's, what's next for you is just to continue what you're doing right now. Is that, is that the plan? Yeah, I, that's my plan. I want to continue. I want to, um, and that's one of the things that I've talked to you guys about too, is, you know, having something that I can sustain. I don't, and that's part of moving from the gym to home. I, working out at home is sustainable for me. Going to the gym from here on out is not. So I, I that's one thing I really appreciate about my program is that it is something that I can sustain. The lifestyle of nutrition no problem. I can keep doing that. The, the workouts and uh, the, the mindset work, that is something that I plan to keep doing here on out. And, you know, that, that's my goal uh, is just to keep going with it. Um, I just want to continue to be healthy. I want to continue to feel proud of myself for the work that I'm doing to know that I'm being my best self and that I'm I'm doing what I can to keep myself healthy and strong and fit, um, physically and mentally. That's wonderful, Erin. Uh, another thing as well that this is totally off topic. It just came to me just now while you were talking, is that one thing that we Jasmine and I really respect about you is you don't really give much attention to that scale. You tend to focus more on how you feel and and your your results in the gym, like the non-scale victories, but also with your measurements and and your pictures. Um, So maybe talk about that, how you don't really give the scale any uh, energy. You tend to focus on other things. Yeah, I I love the terminology that you guys use with non-scale victories, because at the end of the day, I really have never cared about what that that number is, because I know that that um, when it comes to weight, you know, depending on how much muscle you have and all, there's so many factors, um, so many factors that play into that number when you step on the scale. And really, who cares about that? It's more about, you know, feeling good about accomplishing your goals for the day. And it's about, you know, feeling more energy. And it's about those jeans fitting better or those shorts, your workout gear, you know, starting to fall off of you. Um, it's about having that high after you work out, you know, it's, it's just so much more important than a, a silly number. And yeah. I, I hope that many people can start to realize that. Absolutely. Well said, Aaron. Well said. L- lastly, last question. And um, there's, there's again, many women that are out there right now that are listening to this and you know they've had many struggles. They, they, they work out and they stop, they work out and they stop. Uh, maybe they, they lose a bunch of weight and then they gain it back and they've not been able to really have permanent change. What, what's one thing that you would share with them or, or maybe a few things that you would share with them that would help them and inspire them? Well, I would say just 
get get going again uh you know life happens and we all have setbacks and that that those setbacks shouldn't define us for moving forward i think everybody just needs to you know if you have a setback or you're not where you're at where you need to be just keep moving keep moving and keep trying that's the big thing to stop and give up completely isn't going to get you any closer so just keep moving keep yeah. moving forward and, and how does one like how does a how does a lady get rid of those negative um or those self-bullying thoughts that they get when for example they might look in the mirror and they just put themselves down and they call themselves names you know how, how does one how does a woman sort of um turn that around and and start focusing on more the the the, the positive aspects about themselves well i think the first thing is to recognize those behaviors you know i think lots of people might might do those things that you just described and not even really realize that they're doing it and that it is holding them back. So I I think the first thing is to ask yourself, what are my negative behaviors and what are the things that I'm telling myself that aren't helping me? And then figure out what you actually want to tell yourself. You know, I liked what you said once where you stand in front of the mirror and you tell yourself, I love my body 10 times. I love that. Um, And I think that, that, as soon as a woman can understand that her negative um, self-destructive behaviors and then actually maybe write down, um, put it on a vision board, put it in front of you every day. These are the things that I'm going to tell myself. I think that you'll start to see a shift as long as you, as long as you do that work. Yeah. Well, that's well said. I, another thing that we like to always use is, uh, we learned this from um, Mr. Robbins, Tony Robbins is what's wrong is always available. And so is what's right. So it's mm-hmm. like focusing on, you know, what's going right instead of focusing on what's going wrong. And there's such a difference between the two, because, you know, we've often said, you know, to everybody in the group that, you know, what you focus on grows and, you know, what you have to start focusing on, you know, not what you don't want. You have to start focusing on what you do want. And there's a big difference between the two. And I, and I know it's extremely hard. So, and I think that's probably where, um, you know, getting advice from someone that's having success like yourself or, or finding some some type of mentor that, that can guide them through to help them stop um, self-bullying themselves. <laughs> that's the word to use, because I think the reality is they will never talk to their best friend the way they talk to themselves. So, right. you know, it's, it's our mission and our goal to help people have permanent change and stop the self-bullying. Um, but it but it is it's hard and it takes some inner work and I think what you're doing Erin every single day with the meditation and you're doing the journaling and and the intentions and the affirmations and all that kind of good stuff is really helping you focus on the the, the positive aspects of your life so um, I think that's probably why you've been getting so much success um, because of the thoughts that you have in, in your mind consistently every day. It's also being a part of the right communities and surrounding yourself with the right people, the, the, the people that, that think the, the way that you want to be thinking, you know, positive people. Um, I think that that is that's huge. Yeah. So it's like your, your environment's kind of everything, right? Mm-hmm. Well, you are your environment, so to speak. So maybe get around more like-minded, positive people that basically maybe have what you want. Maybe that's an idea too. Mm-hmm. People that will uplift you for sure. Yeah. Any any last words or, of wisdom you wanted to share with anybody that's listening right now? Maybe a thought or a, or an idea that just came to you that you'd like to share before we, we bring this call in for a landing? Uh, you know, I, I think that I would just 
my message to most people is that just just keep going or get started um it's so worth it we're all so worth it and and the biggest step sometimes is just getting going in the right direction and you know find if you need help with it find somebody that can help you with it and and just get back get going another thing that just came to my mind one more thing before you go Aaron. Yeah. What, why is it that that unless and this is men and women but why why is it that why do people give so much to other people like their jobs and they give so much to their families and the most important thing that they don't give back to is themselves what why why is that what why do people do that i i don't know i mean it's just a um a way that most people prioritize, right? The, the work brings in the, the money, brings in the income that pays our bills and puts food on the table for our kids. So naturally we feel that that has to be one of our number one priorities. And then our kids have needs and activities and they, you know, the, of course we are nurturers and we want to make sure that everything that they need is taken care of. And then, you know, at the end of the day, <laughs> we're sitting in the chair and we're completely pooped out and and often and that just is the way it goes so but mm. it's like a vicious cycle isn't it yeah as well yeah and, and I think that I wanted to bring that up because I, that's what I see a lot of people um, that I've worked with in, in my last 25 years in the fitness industry is that they, they give to everybody else and they never give back to themselves meaning they don't take that time like to do the meditation or to go and do that 20 minute workout or or go for a walk in nature. They, they just don't do it, but they, they get to the point where they just, they tap out. They say I'm done um, because they're burnt out. Whereas if they were just to give more of themselves, give back to themselves, they would probably be in a better position. Not only are they giving back to themselves, they're going to be in an even better position because they're health conscious and their, um, their health is better. Their fitness is better. They're probably going to be, just be able to bring a better version of themselves to the table. Right. Wouldn't you agree? Absolutely. Without a doubt. Amazing. Amazing. Well, Erin, I appreciate you. I know Jasmine appreciates you. I'm not sure if you can hear her voice in the background. I've got the, uh, I'm in my office right now and she's doing a live uh, Facebook uh, group to her um, inner circle on a, on a Facebook there. So she can speak pretty loud. So hopefully her voice didn't come through on this episode number three, but on behalf of Jasmine and I and the apex family, um, keep doing what you're doing, Aaron. You're you're a huge inspiration to the group and to and to many women. And my my wish is that this podcast episode number three can reach a lot of women that are out there, and they can really benefit from some of the amazing concepts and ideas that you shared today on this on this um, podcast. So again, from Jasmine and I, we we appreciate you, and uh, keep doing your thing. You're you're absolutely crushing it right now. Well, thank you so much, and I so appreciate you guys. Uh, our you. pleasure. You are welcome. Thank you so much, Erin. You have a great rest of your day and uh, keep up the great work. Thank you so much, Troy. Thanks, Erin. Take care of yourself. Bye-bye. Bye. You well, there you have it. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast, episode number three with Erin Elder, the Apex Life podcast. Jasmine and I hope you got a lot of value from this show. And do us a huge favor, if you don't mind, please share with your friends, anybody that you feel would benefit from this podcast. Also, give us a rating. This way, more people get to hear it. 
And again, from the bottom of our heart, from Jasmine and I, we appreciate each and every one of you for listening to this podcast. And we look forward to bringing you more podcasts in the future. Stay tuned for episode number four that will be coming out. We hope, fingers crossed, next week. On behalf of myself, Troy Brown and Jasmine Perks, take care and have a great day. All the best. Bye-bye.